Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, Panthers play-by-play announcer. And I'm going to take a little different look here as the Panthers traded for a South Florida native at the trade deadline. So a different look on the podcast here as I will be joined by Panthers assistant general manager Eric Joyce for a look at um, USA hockey and young players in the country and how the game is growing in places like Florida where a long time ago you may have uh, not thought that it would grow. So uh, without any hesitation, we urge you to uh, listen throughout the podcast and also support our sponsors. Without them, it wouldn't be possible. But without further ado, here is Panthers general manager, uh, Eric Joyce. I sat down at a recent Panthers practice with him. All right, we're here at uh, Panther practice. If you hear some pucks banging around uh, with assistant general manager Eric Joyce, trade made for Chase Persky, great story, uh, from Pembroke Pines, played for all the South Florida youth teams. His mom, Lisa, was the manager of those teams. He still got rats lined up on the dresser in his room. Uh, how, was it a factor at all that this guy is from South Florida in that trade? No, it wasn't a factor. I think Chase... Well, you ruined the whole story then. I mean, it's... <laughs> It wasn't a factor, but I guess when you talk about things, it was a positive externality. So you're talking about negative and positive externalities in life, and there was a positive externality that Chase uh, was a guy, uh, like like you said, who grew up here, learned how to play uh, here and at Pembroke, Pembroke Pines Arena, um, and and just developed here. Apparently, you know, South Florida's got the hidden pipeline of defensive talent with Shane Gossespierre and Jacob Chikrin and, and now Chase Prisky, so... No, look, we, we were really excited to acquire Jace. Uh, we tried signing him in the summertime. He had some connections with the Carolina organization, um, chose them, but then when we acquired him, couldn't have been more excited uh, to get the opportunity to play for his hometown team, and, and we're excited for him and his future with us. Uh, you know, you mentioned some of those guys. You know, Andrew Peake with Columbus is from Parkland. Is it remarkable to you, someone that's been around hockey for a long time, that here we are with all these Florida kids and obviously, uh, you know, Seth Jones from Texas and all these different places where a couple decades ago you never would have thought an NHL player would come from. Growing up in Massachusetts, I thought there were probably only three spots NHL players can come from in the U.S., Mass being the top spot, and then Minnesota <laughs> and Michigan, so the three M's. But, you know, as the game continues to grow, I think the NHL has done an unbelievable job. Um, promoting the excitement around the game, the excitement playing the game, uh, and as it continues to grow, you just see really good athletes from all over the U.S. and in the world, frankly, uh, choosing to put on skates, fly around, and and uh, and play the game. And when you have good athletes um, playing our sport, they generally progress, and that's basically what's happened. So you know, guys like Seth and and uh, and Andrew and, and and the 3D I mentioned, Chase, uh, Jake, and and Shane, not traditional markets, but kids who are good athletes, kids who love the game. Um, all the credit goes to the NHL first for promoting it, and then and then secondly for those kids for, for continuing to chase their dream. How much of a factor is USA Hockey? Where do you think USA Hockey is? You know, at its point now, both you know people see, you know, World Cup, sometimes Olympics of NHL players go, but you know, obviously it starts at a at a much lower level. Yeah, and USA Hockey. You know, when I say NHL, NHL in coordination with the Canadian Hockey League and, and USA Hockey has done. Um, such an unbelievable job at, at promoting our game and, and the excitement of our game. Kids nowadays like fast and hard, and um, and that's what hockey is. You play fast, you play hard. You know it's quick, it's exciting. Um, USA Hockey promotes that. They promote the skill development at an early age. Um, and and honestly, the success of some of the USA teams and some of the US players, and and more and more US players getting drafted, more and more US players 
uh, coming through non-traditional systems, playing in, in the NCAAs or the Canadian Hockey Leagues, uh, and then making their way to the NHL just continues to promote and grow the game. You would know this. Can you give us the breakdown right now? American, Canadian, European players in the NHL, and how do you think it's going to change moving forward? I mean, honestly, it's about a third each, right, mm-hmm. when you take a look at it, which is crazy to think about. It used to be you know, very heavily uh, Canadian and then sprinkle in some Americans and sprinkle in some really high-end Europeans. And, and over the past uh, 10 years, you know, as, as you see in the draft, like I think last year was the first time more Americans were drafted than, than Canadians um, in, in certain rounds. And, and so, you know, at the end of the day, like it's about a third each, um, a, third of the in, a, third of, uh, a third of NHL players, a little less than a third, about 27% come from NCAA. So colleges are now... Uh, hotbeds for producing um, NHL players and you know again it just it speaks volumes to the to the dedication the league and and like I said the Canadian Hockey League uh, USA Hockey the IHF and and the European leagues have um, to promoting and and growing the game in their regions and then having those those good kids filter up and and into the NHL. Interesting you bring up NCAA you've got Panthers have some players in college What's that jump like now? Can guys, and you know, you get the outlier here and there, but for the most part, can players go from college, whether it's after two, three, or even four years, right to the NHL? Or you kind of prefer ease them in, get into the AHL at least for a season or part of a season or two years? I think that depends on the player, right? I mean, if you look at a kid like Jack Eichel, obviously uh, got drafted when he was at BU and, and came right in and, and had some great success with Buffalo and now is one of the most exciting players to, to play the game um, today. And um, but other guys need some time, and I think it's player dependent. Um, you know, the AHL exists for guys to, to go learn how to become a pro, learn how to practice like a pro, prepare like a pro, um, have the attitude that you know I hate to lose. Um, you know, prepare to win, and then and then give 100% every day. It's it's as much a job as it is uh, a passion at that point, and so they have to understand that there's responsibilities that they have, and. Uh, but never lose the passion at the same time. So that's why the AHL exists, and some some guys take a year, some guys take more than a year. But you know, at the end of the day, that that league exists for guys to to figure out what their their timeline is. And our coaches down there know uh, that they have to put guys in uncomfortable positions because if they don't, they're never going to be exposed to those positions up here. Um, and so that's uh, that's part of the whole process as we go through and try to get guys uh, ready to play in the NHL. When you look at that breakdown in the league, do you think over time, next decade, that the percentage of American players is going to go up? I, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't guess at that. Some years the U.S. has a really strong group of players. Some years Canada's group is unbelievably strong, and some years the Europeans are unbelievably strong. But you know, at the end of the day, I think you're probably going to see a, a, a one third, one third, one third mm-hmm. split. Um, you know, Canadians breed hockey. You know, they they love it up there. It's it's yeah. Not, just ask them, right? They'll... It's not their national sport, <laughs> apparently. Lacrosse is apparently, but um, they're the best in the world at at hockey, and um, and rightfully so. They they play with such passion and determination, and you know, I never think that uh, the U.S. or Europe is ever going to fully overtake that passion and determination. But you know, I think American kids are getting more and more. Uh, exposed to that determination and, and there's going to be some great battles like you see in the women's sport right now on the women's side uh, and Europeans obviously uh, take a lot of pride each country has their own league and so obviously they take a lot of pride in, in the product they produce too so I think going forward is just an exciting time for the game I think lots of uh, 
there's going to be lots of good players from lots of different regions, and when we have international competition, it's going to be super fun to watch for all the fans. Now, we should add the Hughes boys are from Orlando because their dad was coaching at the time. That's correct. Eric, we appreciate the time. Thanks. Thanks, Goalie. Appreciate it. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDS and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDS on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954 594 5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orion and ONA today at 954 922 8660 online at com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management.